Welcome back to Pick Em with the Boys. Hey. Reggae Nation horns. <laughs> Week three, baby. Week three is right. Um, Jonathan Gancy, you had a weekend last weekend, yeah? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. How Define pretty good for me, sir. Oh, I forget what I was. Um, I was up some units. It was it was good overall. Um, shouldn't have been betting at the end. I uh, should have just took we'll, my money and went home. We'll get into that. But uh, but yeah, overall pretty good. That pretty good was 10 and 5 for you. 10 and 5. Let's 10 go. and 5, which puts okay. you at 19, 11, and 1 yeah. through two weeks, which is impressive. Appreciate it. Don't uh, ask me about NFL, but... You know, this is why it's a college pick em podcast. <laughs> and I went 10 4 and 1, putting yep. me at 21 8 and 2 through week two. That's so a, that's even better. We are, it's a long season, but we are dominating. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, if you're, I mean, we're basically, you're up what would work out to be what like you're up nine units, nine units right? i'm up 10 units so yeah. we're we're flying right through that's this that's not so. bad yeah that's not bad let's keep it going perfect let's knock di- on wood let's dive right in. let's dive right into it cbs 330 the Vern lundquist game of the week oh uncle Vern. uncle Vern. <laughs> number one alabama the crimson tide going to the swamp playing the florida gators number 11 this line started out at 16 and a half on Monday. It is now down to Alabama favored by 14. The over-under is 59 and a half. Florida really hasn't played anyone. They killed FAU in week one, 35-14, and then they just went a little further south to play another Florida team in South Florida and won 42 to 20. Uh, Alabama, we saw that week one dismantling that we talked about of Miami. Jeez. where yep. yeah, Still fresh in my brain. Right. And then they did not cover, but took care of Nancy Grace's Mercer Bears, 48-14. Nancy Grace is so rich right now. <laughs> betting her Bears. <laughs> betting her Bears. And right. just low, yeah. She had probably like, I don't know, 10 units at least. At, at least. I mean. Nancy well, Grace yeah. is up 10 units. This right. <laughs> just solely. This is why we go to Mercer. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Where where's your head at with this? Because I have I have a way that I think that it's gonna go, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Yeah, I think that this comes down to I trust Bryce Young over I trust Emory Jones, and I think I you know just took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, Emory Jones has looked okay, but he's had four picks in the first two games, not the best. I think Bama's Bama's defense is gonna be the best he sees all year. Right. Um, this is not gonna be pretty. I think Florida Florida. And keep it close a little bit, but I like I like laying the points here with Bama and taking that. I'm tired of doing bets where I'm like, okay, this is a fun team. I can kind of bet against Bama here, yep. and I'm calling them like, just like, I hope Bama loses bets, right? But they but they never work out, and so yes. just yeah, don't don't think take Alabama and then worry about it That's later, especially in these games. Yeah. Like obviously last week with Mercer, they were favored by like 50, yeah, yeah. and they called off the dogs immediately. Yeah. So, but yeah, it'll be their their one blemish. Yeah, so Emory Jones, like you said, four picks, only two touchdowns. Uh, he's 39 for 41 on the season for 264 yards, which through two games is not great, especially against two mm-hmm. like bad defenses. Um, Anthony Richardson is their new stud quarterback that is basically just a running back. Um, he's 6'4", 250, which is just an enormous human being to be running that fast with the football. Um, he's six for 11 for 192 yards and two tuds. But more importantly, when he comes in, they kind of have like a power run game. It's almost a little reminiscent of what they, they do. They took a little bit of like what they did with Tim 
and and kind of just using that power run, power O, power QB, whatever you want to call it. He's got leading the team in right. He's got eleven. Yeah, it's only on eleven carries, but two hundred seventy-five yards and two touchdowns is not something to blink at. So yeah, no, no. Twenty-five yard average. Right. Dan Mullen has already come out and said that they're going to play a two-quarterback system Mm -hmm. in this game. I think. You know what they say about two quarterbacks. You don't have one. You don't have one, baby. <laughs> and meanwhile, Bryce Young on the other side, 46 Sling for it. 65, 571 yards, seven touchdowns. Looks as good as ever. Just a nice 71% completion percentage. So Florida, if they're going to, they're not going to win. If they're going to cover, it's going to be ground and pound type deal, right? Yep. You would think? That's Yes, that's probably their goal is keep it, keep the uh, time of possession on their side. Right. But Alabama's linebackers are maybe the best linebacker unit in the country. So with like Henry Tuatu, Christian Harris, I know Will Anderson got Will Anderson got hurt, but um, it looks like he's on track to play. They pose absolutely zero threat passing. Yep. So if I don't Ten know, ten years back. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. And yeah, it's Bryce Young in the swamp is a crazy place to play. I understand that, but. I don't know. I just I don't know how Alabama is going to score thirty eight points. So in order to co- do you think Florida can score twenty four? No. Okay. Neither do I. Yeah. I know. I think it's. I think it's like a. Yeah. I think it's a third. I think it's a thirty eight to. Yeah. Like 21. seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that's where I'm at. Is yeah. I, I just think it's. It's going to be. I think Florida keeps it sort of close, but I, I just again I'm not. I don't trust. The other thing. I'm taking Bama. The just, other thing is that like out of these two teams, the team that has more of like a. A really shitty turnover in their own thirty-yard line is not Alabama. Yeah, that will be right. fl- like it'll right. you know it's seventeen to I mean, ten again, and four picks four, against right against no one. Yeah, opponent. so yeah. so that's kind of how I see that game. Um, I am gonna bet that. I usually I know I'm one to uh, stay away from our big marquee games, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna take Alabama, especially now that the number's gone down. Yeah, I understand that like Dan Mullen gets the boys up for these games, but I just don't. I don't see where like the quarterback play is so drastically different yeah. that that I don't see how like how this works out. Yep. If if uh, Richardson could do anything passing, I think that he would actually be the starter. But they just don't trust him to throw the football, which is apparently yeah. And there was rumblings this week about it after the four picks from from Jones from Emory, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I we're both on the same page there, Alabama, yep. and then the over under at at fifty nine, like there's a, there's also an avenue where this like Alabama gets going, but I don't know. I see it like you said. I see it at like thirty eight seventeen, a muck it up weird game where Alabama yeah. just isn't cruise control the entire time. Yeah, you know me. I never I never know what to do with over unders. I don't bet them enough, which is probably dumb, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, if I don't you don't know have to a do feel with, for them, then it's not dumb. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that number. So we go from uh, the 3.30 CBS game to the uh, 7.30 ABC game. We got... Well, time travel. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to uh, Beaver Stadium. Number 10, Penn State, hosting number 22, Auburn. The line started at 6, is down to Penn State, favored by 5. The over-under is 53. Auburn has the number one offense in the country. Auburn has played Akron and Alabama State at home. Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Only A right. names. Right. We've made fun of Bo Nix a lot. Bo Nix, th- this year, 29 for 39, 383 and five touchdowns. No picks. That's something. I would love, so I'm just going to click on this article. It's from USA Today. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. 
It is chronicling a look at every Bo Nix game away from Jordan Hare Stadium. Oh, it's going to be good. Remember the Oregon game where he came out and, yep. and basically won the job and Bo Nix was the greatest? Yep. He was 13 for 31 for 177 yards and two interceptions in that game. It's not great. Along with the game-winning touchdown there at the end. Nope. Uh, Texas A&M, two weeks later, 12 for 20 for 100 yards and one touchdown. Three weeks after that, they played at Florida, 11 for 27, 145 yards, three interceptions. I can literally just go down this list, and it is less <laughs> than, yeah, yeah, it is every single, and it is bad. You're bad. going up north. Right. You see teams finally playing You are up in north. a and like nighttime, whiteouts are crazy. White I, this I don't is, see this going well for Auburn. No, so that's where I'm at. Is uh, Penn State has shown it at Wisconsin, sixteen to ten. I yep. get the defense can play. I yes, that's the biggest thing yep. is because I can I can understand the argument where really Mertz had a terrible game. Wisconsin yep. probably could have been up by you know twenty at half, mm-hmm. but they weren't. Yep, and that I think that shows a little. It's a little bit of Mertz, but then it's also they have a really good defense. Good yeah. So if if you get Bo Nix in a road game of this magnitude, I just five is I will take a touchdown out of that. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, I understand that Tank Bigsby is probably one of the best running backs in the country. He's averaging ten yards a carry for. Two, he's had two hundred forty-one yards and two touchdowns mm-hmm. so far. But again, they played Akron and Alabama State. Yeah. Like I don't. Akron's. Maybe maybe the worst yeah. team in the country. Yeah, not good. They got they, blasted by Temple at many, home last week. And Temple's they have last two years. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And Alabama State's a a swag school. So, yeah. I that's where I'm at. Also, so Auburn's going to run the ball with Tank, like mm-hmm. we were just talking about. The linebacker for Penn State, Ellis Brooks, eleven tackles, eight solos, and a sack versus Wisconsin. And Brandon Smith had eight tackles, six solos, and two tackles for loss. So. If their linebacking core is their strength, like, yeah. I'll give you, a, you can go for third and seven and make Bo Nix throw the football in the whiteout. Have, yeah. have fun. Yeah. Again, it's good. what it comes down to for me is Penn State's defense is going to play. And I yeah. think I don't trust Bo, Bo Nix in a spot like this. Right. And it's Harrison's first real test as the Auburn coach. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to take the known commodity, and maybe we look dumb because Auburn's offense really is this new, legit thing, but I'm leaning more towards the known commodity through yeah. two games. No, I'll take Yeah, I'll take Penn State all day. Uh, yeah, Sean Clifford might make a dumb mistake, but I think at home in that environment, he's going to be... Yeah. He's going to be doing the rah-rah shit. He's going to be like, there's going to be a play where he lowers his shoulder and runs over somebody and then does the pump up the crowd, whole deal, first down <laughs> yes. signal. Yes, yes. It's going to be fun. That's going to be no, a yeah, fun gonna, atmosphere. Yeah, it I'm, will. Glad, I'm glad an SEC team, SEC team is finally coming up and playing. It was some, not being there's scared. some, uh, it's, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm pretty sure it's Auburn's first road game at a Big Ten school since 1937. Yeah. It's something in There's the There's a 30s. bunch of stats yeah. about that, and like about like rank, like this is the first like rank matchup in in like the north and forever. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it just doesn't, I mean, the last it no one comes up. Yeah, there. the really last big one was when LSU went to Lambeau Field and right. played against Wisconsin. Right. That's, that's why one I can need, remember. But then LSU sucked that year. That's <laughs> why we need playoff expansion, and where you got to play your games. home games for your yes. first round. So yes, all these teams bring Florida in the south yep. and come yep. play yep. north in real yep. football weather. Yep, and. Yeah. You know, I totally no offense agree. to all of our listeners in the South. But. Yeah, but, but offense. offense. But offense. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're big. But a people. lot of yes. offense. Yes. So okay, cool. So we're we're in unison today. Look at us being Look in lockstep. Us. 
Well, look at us. Great friends. Yes. Speaking of great friends, you and I were all over Utah last <laughs> week. BYU killed that, just bullied them off the block. Now, Arizona State is coming up to the altitude in Provo. That is uh, 10.15, start, excuse yep. me, on ESPN. Real night game. The line has moved up to 4.5 for Arizona State. Uh, Over-under is 50.5. This might be me chasing. It's actually totally me chasing. <laughs> but from what I saw from BYU last week, they are... I completely misread that. Yeah, I thought they were... That's on us. That's yep, on us. I, well, so the first game, they didn't look awesome. Arizona's yeah. not good, and they won 24-16. to 16. So we were just taking what was given to us. Yeah. And then you watched it last week, and they just ground and pounded the hell out of Utah. And yep. Utah's usually a physical team, so especially with Kyle no, Winningham. Like, yeah, and so I understand it's a big rivalry game, and they're on a come down from that mm-hmm. to have... Jane right, Daniels that's the, that's the, the, the come down thing. Is I was yes. thinking about too. I like BYU here laying the points, um, still or getting the points. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, getting the good. points. Yeah. That's what, yeah, getting the points. And because they're getting the points at home, like I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that road, or home dog. I like what I saw from Jaron Hall last last week. Um, yeah, he looked good. He, yeah, yeah, and, that, and, and I he think, can run the football. And the, and yeah, and I think that's the thing is that their running their run game can do some damage. Yes. I think this is that's why I'll take that. I'll take the points in a close game all day. Yes, I I agree. I think um, again, I'm I'm fully I'm telling you that I'm chasing, but I'm <laughs> yeah. um, caveat. Yes, but the way that the way that BYU played last week and Arizona State has they've they've beat Southern Utah and UNLV both. I mean, like comfortably, but this is their first test. It's kind of what we looked at with Auburn, and they haven't really played anybody. And BYU, yes, Air, excuse me, Arizona's terrible, but Utah's should be a decent team in the Pac-12. And they took him by the woodshed. Yep. I know it's twenty six seventeen, but the final looked, score was yeah, not. It, looked, it wasn't that. as close as that. No. And yeah, like you said, so Hall has you know three forty seven through the air, five touchdowns. He's got thirteen carries for one hundred and twenty eight yards, and uh, Alagier has one hundred ninety six yards and a touchdown. So like they can just keep pounding. Yeah, you, they're going to be a little you. rough. Yep. Yeah, and so I, that's where I'm at. Also, fun little nugget. Um, it's uh, from at Bets Trends. It's a, uh, it's a, Shout out. yes, it's a barstool Twitter account that just tweets probably like every like three or four hours, just random bet trends throughout the day. They're a great follow. If you're looking for just day to day stuff, they're a great follow. Um, the under is 11 and two in BYU's last 13 games versus Pac-12 teams. Ooh. So I and liked that little nugget. with that running game. Right. And that 50 and a half, you can get a little, you know, yeah. t- it, even for you, you 24, 20 Arizona state. That's a, still a win. That's a win. And you hit the under. I like it. So I have a question before we move to the next Yeah, game. absolutely. Is Herm Edwards the Will Wade of college football? What do you mean? Just like American Gangster? Well, no, bags? just like apparent, like, I forget, like, I, all of the, like, the, the allegations and stuff, and he's still coaching. Like, Will Wade is still coaching at LSU for some reason. But Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. But I don't yeah, understand. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's, it, like, it's funny because he's such a we-do-everything, hard-working like you know, Herm Edwards. Right, he's right. Like the, we, we love Herm Edwards. Yes, but we're it, pro but, Herm Edwards yes, podcast. When it, when it came out that there was a bunch of allegations of like dropping bags and stuff and illegal yeah. benefits and things like that, it was like, huh? I thought he was like the holier than thou type, not the like we need to get this kid in this Escalade to get him to <laughs> to Tempe, which is also not a hard place to recruit. No, I mean, I don't go to, yeah, we'll yeah. Go to Tempe. You, hey, do you want to go to a pool party where there's a bunch of model bikini <laughs> <laughs> bikini models hanging around? Yeah. You want to just have, uh, you know, no rain and 
Awesome weather all year. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. That was um, getting a little off topic. I'm a big college hockey guy, as you know, and their mm-hmm. program is. Oh yeah. Guy, guys go down like you get a bunch of Minnesotan dudes that are like, wait, what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, I just don't know how Herm Edwards is still. I mean, I just. Again, yeah, I think he's the it's will. He's the will wait. He's yeah, the will wait. Yeah, yeah. We'll, he's gonna be here for four more years. Right. We'll like, deal with that later. Just push yeah. it. Um, until until he does like if they win the Pac-12 this year, I think then it'll be more of like under the microscope. Yeah. But if he just keeps kind of going like eight and five every year and losing in a bowl game or seven and five or what you know whatever, yeah. I think they're just gonna kind of be like whatever Arizona State. We'll just put you over there. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So those are the three ranked on rank matchups. Uh, throughout the week, uh, we're both on Alabama minus fourteen. We're both on Penn State minus the minus the five, and we are both on BYU minus plus the four and a half. I also would take a little sprinkle on that money line. It is at plus one sixty right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moving on to our schools, yes. Jonathan, you yes. have a big game this week. We're going to Miami. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> We're going to Miami, number 24 in Miami. That's going to be a nooner on ABC. The line has shifted to uh, Michigan State. Getting six on the road over under 56. So Miami last week did everything they could to lose against Appy State. You were yep. all over that plus the nine. Yep. And obviously they looked absolutely horrific against Alabama. Yep. And Michigan State, they just kept things rolling against uh Against the boys from Youngstown, mm-hmm. it was 42-10, comfortable, easy victory. Didn't really have to do, just kind of casually won that game. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, that was, I mean, it was fun, 42-14. 42-14, sorry, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, because I only remember that because it got hairy at the end because it was, the line, the, a line did come out and it was like minus 27 that I took it at. Okay, um, that makes a lot more sense. The one that we found, I was like, yeah. this makes no sense. Yeah, so at the end, Young State, Youngstown State was kind of driving a little bit. We, were, we got a little hairy there, so. Uh, but we were good. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be our first real test, I think. I mean, I think Northwestern's not who they were last year, obviously. And still a Big Ten football team, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a good win. But this is going to be interesting. Derek King doesn't look like himself eh. yet. Eh. Uh, coming off the ACL. Yeah. Um, He's uh, 379 yards, a touchdown, and two picks through yeah. two games. And more importantly, 28 carries for only 89 yards. Yeah. And I think that's the big... When when Derek King was Derek King, it, it was right. he could move. And so that's the thing is like, can we like dude, does does he take a step forward this game? How's he, how's he feeling? Can we bottle him up? Make sure he doesn't have any big, big plays. I mean, that's gonna be the thing. We've you know even against Youngstown, Youngstown State and Northwestern, there was times when we were up where we gave up some kind of big plays. Where we were just like, okay, we could do without that. Like it didn't matter necessarily in the final parts of the game, but it was just like well, we this, need to stop. Yeah, so I was gonna say because this is where it's gonna matter. You're right, exactly. So, I like what I, I love. You know, they gave Kenneth Walker seven carries last week, save him for this game, mm-hmm. and, and didn't want to chance it at all. I like that. Thorne looks like he's, he's every game you can see. Kind I was gonna of say, I think it was steps. good to get him in a rhythm too last week. Yeah, because you're you're gonna need him more this game. You're right. gonna need him. The first two games you didn't need him. You're gonna need him this game. Yes. I like the six we're getting here. It doesn't like. I think if we lose, it's gonna be closer than that. Um, I would. I'm. I'm gonna money line sprinkle it. I might be a little homer, but I don't. Miami hasn't shown me anything where I'm like, okay, I don't think we can win this game. I right. think it's gonna be pretty evenly matched. Miami doesn't scare me as far as a away game. I think there's gonna be a lot of Spartans there. So yeah. Especially we talked about about this a little bit with the preview pod, but this being a nooner, like if this was a seven o'clock game, I think it would be like an yeah. amped up. 
the yeah. Miami crowd. This is going to be. We're still very yeah. hungover from last night. You like, think, sleepy crowd. Is does Michigan State travel that night, or did they get like like the seniors and the people that are of, of age that drink some drink some drinks? Can they go out on, after they win this game? If they win this game, like on the team? Yeah. No. Like I'm just oh. saying, if I'm like. Uh, I'm a senior at Michigan State. Do I get to go out in Miami if I get the win here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I would go, yeah. That's, would, that's it, nice this would be a great then. trip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, yes. No, I understand that. Sorry, but I yeah. thought you meant like the boys after the win. I was no, like, I mean, no. that would be quite a move. I was just thinking, if Mel yeah. was just like, hey, here you go. <laughs> like, go, go have fun. We were only in Miami once. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, no, that's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. I'm like, wonder Yeah, we had to spend a Friday night in Evanston. Go, go get after hey, our boys. Hey, this is a good time. It's not Miami. It's not Miami. So... The biggest thing for me is Kenneth Walker, who yeah. obviously compound it. The way that App State plays is kind of how Mel Tucker wants to play, where it's ball control, running, Balance. pick your spots. Yep. And that gave Miami Fitz last weekend. And are you ready? Okay, so I'm going to go through a list of Miami's leading tacklers. Gir- all time or like no, 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 for this, for this year. Gervin Hall Jr., he has 18 tackles. He's a safety. Tariq Stevenson, 14 tackles. He's a corner. Bubba Bolden, safety, 13 tackles. Ter- uh, Takori Crouch, 11 tackles. Another corner. Amari Carter, 11 tackles. Safety. Their five leading tacklers are in their secondary. Maybe I, you know, maybe they're just bringing a lot of pressure from their DPs. I maybe, you know, that Manny Diaz defense yeah. where we looked at. That's not. That's not good. You no. had to, I had to go down to their sixth leading tackler who has nine, who is like, I mean, that's through two games is not a ton, and that was the first linebacker, and he's listed as a corner. It feels like when you're playing Madden and. You're you're the safety, and then you're bringing everyone, you're bringing someone in. So yeah, then you yeah. have like twelve tackles <laughs> yes. with your guy. Yes, but they're not yeah. being controlled by a controller. This is their <laughs> literal team has all everybody who's in their secondary leads their team in tackling. Yeah, that feels not good when you're going up against a big rush offense like nope. you have with Kenneth Walker, and that's where the way that App State attacked them. I think Mel's going to do that, and then some more of like having a little yeah. bit more um, nuance to it. And the fact that their linebacking core just refuses to tackle people. Apparently. I what? What? I don't like that we're 4 for 4 yeah, but well, I am on Michigan State plus the 6. Right. Um, yeah, to your point, maybe De'Ara King gets off the mat and puts together one of those games where he just flies around and really makes plays. Yeah. But this and, like, is- I want him to be, like, I want him to be his old self because he was so fun. He is so fun. Yes. I hope it's, like... But maybe maybe game four, but <laughs> but, he, but he, he, he's he's fun for college football. Yeah, he's I also think that there is an element of in the course of really fourteen days you've played Alabama, App State, and Michigan State. It's like, a, yeah, it's a tough. That's, yeah, I remember when he transferred to Miami, and I knew we had Miami on the slate. And I was like, this is dumb. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> especially back then. It was yeah, like, I was like, oh, this oh, is this gonna, gonna be this bad, is, bad. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, when we're like struggling to put. 14 points on the board. Yeah. That's I mean that's the that's the difference yeah. and we'll, we'll go to U of M in a second but it is weird to watch a team that actually can move the ball. Like it it feels like we haven't been watching actual college football in East Lansing in the last 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um besides the Rocky Lombardi game at U of M. But uh every other game it just was just, just boring. Trust, and and yeah. just, just you couldn't we couldn't move the ball, we couldn't do anything and just wasn't, and you'd watch like a Bama game later in the night on a, on a college Saturday in 2019 right. and, then just, and you'd be like 
we're not in the same game. Like, right. This is, this this is, is two totally different, different sports. Yeah. Yes. So it's fun to watch us actually be able to have an offense and, and have fun. Right. So. Right. And I, I, and it, I think it starts with Kenneth Walker being able to get things going and then yeah. Peyton Thorne moving off of that. And yeah. that's what feels like the recipe for for staying within that number or potentially taking down Miami. Yep. So, okay, we're both in agreement there. I just love that. I've, I went to like, oh, yeah, let me do some research on, like, their linebackers have to be good at mm-hmm. tackling. And they just having it safety corner corners yeah. <laughs> jesus christ this yeah. is terrible <laughs> no that's i didn't yeah that's, that's, yes they have, oh the other the last little nugget about how shitty their linebackers are at tackling through two games they only have eight solo tackles as a unit so yes yeah. so you, like if there's there kenny this, walker. this doesn't exist this doesn't exist but the kenny walker broken tackle prop just take the over <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. whatever that is just take, take it, it. Yeah. take it <laughs> Let's transition into uh, your boy, Rocky Lombardi, back in Michigan Stadium, Northern Illinois, in Ann Arbor to take on the Wolverines. Uh, Michigan last week really just did not even throw the football one time and kicked the absolute dog shit out of uh, Washington 31-10. to It was old school Michigan football, like 1920, yes, where you couldn't was. throw the ball forward. Yes, it was. Yes, like three yards in a cloud of dust only <laughs> yeah. on this point. It was nine <laughs> yards in a cloud of dust. Yes. Northern Illinois, first game of the year, they went down to Georgia Tech, won on a two-point conversion late, 22-21. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went out to, uh, excuse me, uh, Wyoming came to them. They won 50-43, to uh, Wyoming did. But still some signs of life on that offense, being able to put up 43 yep. against a pretty good Mountain West team. Your boy Rocky Lombardi, 30 for 53, 369 yards, three TDs, three INTs on the season. That's what he does. Yep. That's what he does. <laughs> just right down the middle, average just, in every category. Just going to make some throws. You're like, damn, you're like... This, this is man, legit. Why? And then you're going to yes. make some throws and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the two-headed monster at running back, I know we already noted it, uh, Corum and Haskins. Uh, mm-hmm. Corum, 282 yards and four touchdowns. Haskins, 225 yards and two touchdowns through two games. I know they played Western in the first game, but and Washington was just bad. That They are, they are not good at football. No. And that was, I know, like, the Michigan fan in me wants it to be like, no, Washington's a pretty good team. They're bad. Not good. No, and that was they they. So we were talking about how Michigan just didn't throw the football. That was K- the easiest bet of the night. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was. It was over quickly. Yeah. Um, and you weren't even worried about. It. Like, no, I, no, I, I, no. I, feel like I, bear, I watched it. I mean, I watched it, but I, you know, you have it on the background, and you're just. It's like a, it's like a midday baseball game you're like it's nice to have on but i'm not watching every play intently as somebody who was watching every play intently it was great <laughs> it was so much fun to just watch them rip off um the one the one big thing is uh that's going to be i don't think it's going to be a matter for this game oh i should have mentioned uh the spread is 27 and a half mm-hmm. uh over under 54 and a half that's not it's not going to matter win, for win and loss this game Cade can throw for you know if, so he's nine for 11 136 yards and two touchdowns against Western, which really he had one big throw to Ronnie Bell. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it's a pretty pedestrian day. And then against Washington, he was seven for 15 for 44 yards. We had 44 yards passing, and just if you're, if you're adding that up at home, six, 16 for 26, 180, but hasn't had to, hasn't had to do too much. No, it's not going to start here. No, it's not going to start here. And maybe next week at Rutgers, or no, it's home against Rutgers. Yeah. So like that, even still, maybe. But yeah, what for this game the I'm not going to touch it just because 27 and a half is a lot. The thing would be that Northern Illinois gives up 231 rush yards per game, and we just detailed how Michigan literally only runs the football, so that number could they could get to 300 easily 
rushing yeah. yards. And it's it's going to be another ho-hum, I think, just kind of casually yeah. win. And it's just more of however much they want to win by is kind of where I'm at. And 28, like 27 and a half feels like real, like right there. Like I feel like yes. I don't I don't know if I'm actually going to bet this game yet. I'll, I'll post on Saturday, but. Yeah, so, oh, real quick. Um, this feels like right. We both now have uh, the login for our Twitter account. It is at Pick'em. Uh, Pick'em W the boys. Mm-hmm. Pick'em with the boys wouldn't fit. We just put a uh, W there. So <laughs> yes. at Pick'em W the boys. Uh, it's going to have our uh, Pick'em with the boys logo on there. Um, I'm at JJ Hockey 004. And your new gambling Twitter handle is? Real underscore MJG. There you go. Let's so go. we're going to be tweeting out our picks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll also mm-hmm. um, make sure that we tweet them out from the account for you guys. So if there's any that we're kind of leaning on or, or what have you, we'll... We'll post them there for you. So, but you're you're just kind of in a stay away just because it's so many points. I think if as of, as of right now, I I was leaning Northern Illinois a little bit earlier today. I don't I don't want to bet it. I just it's not going to be a fun bet. No, I, uh, I also don't. What what I don't want like obviously I'm going to be paying attention to it because I'm a Michigan fan, but I I don't want to pay attention to it if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if I, I have to really lock in on BTN at noon, I'm going to be a little annoyed. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is, like, I think Northern Illinois has a little bit of offensive firepower to do something here, so it's not going to be like Washington where you can just, you know, you're, you're going to be done from the go. Right. Which is weird to say because it's Northern Illinois against, and Washington, but uh, they're running back Whaley's average 161 on the ground. Rocky's, you know, a confident quarterback. He's been in these situations before. He's, you know, he's a Big Ten quarterback mm-hmm. formally, but you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. Uh, recruited as such, like. I think they're going to be able to do a little bit, and I think that's the thing that would be interesting for Michigan fans. Like, how do they show up against actually like an offense that's okay? It's actually decent, right? Well, I mean, Western's supposed to be one of the best offenses in the. That would be the yeah. only pushback is they're supposed to be one of the better offenses in the back. Yeah. So they were just able to get to the quarterback. I mean, Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson has been a monster, right? And that's this year, yeah, and, and that's going to be he's not going to get stopped by Northern Illinois' yeah. line. So, so yeah, he's I don't, got three and a half sacks this year. So. I don't. Yeah, I don't really have a great feel for it. No, I'm, and that that's the thing is that like if they get up. 35 to nothing at half or you know 35 to 7 at halftime then it's like now you're playing the weird game right. of does JJ McCarthy throw for two touchdowns right, right, or right. do they just leave their starters in and come back and then you're in a tight spot right. of 35 to 17 or 38 17 and you missed it because of just some late dumb stuff going on right so that's that's why I would stay away um I think yeah Michigan's going to should just win comfortably yeah all right. Yeah. So, so we're sort of in agreement. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, know how I feel about I, that. Yeah. Right. I think if, if it was a more normal number, like 28 is just a lot of points. And yes, they should cover, but I just don't want to be in that mode of yeah. of having to sweat it out at the end like you were last week in, yeah. with Youngstown. You know? exactly, exactly. Right. All right. Perfect. So let's move on. We are going to jump into uh, some of the other big games involving some ranked teams, some not ranked teams, but more of the undercard mm-hmm. of this fun games. Uh, week three weekend. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's some. There's actually some some pretty cool games on here, and mm-hmm. then we will get into our uh, picks that we like that are a little off the grid, and then we need to have a discussion about late night football. <laughs> we need we need to just have a discussion about it. So we will do that after our bets that we like that are off the grid a little bit so first game is going to be the nooner on fox they are throwing it back to the 50th anniversary of the game of the century (laughs) nebraska going to number three oklahoma on fox uh nebraska is getting 22 here the over under is 62 and a half (sighs) like 
I watched Nebraska play Illinois earlier this year, and I'm not gonna bet on them. Right. <laughs> like I'm just not gonna no, bet no. on them. No. Yeah. For, they they killed Fordham, which great have have at yep. it. And then last week against Buffalo it was twenty eight to three, which not awesome. Yeah. Like that doesn't give me any. Nope. Like, you know. I'll lay the points here with Oklahoma. Absolutely. I, I won't think twice. I mean, who, not, who knows? I mean, I won't think twice about it, but I'm not betting. I'm not ever betting on Nebraska. No. And so I'm actually going a little different route. 62 and a half. Oklahoma could score. Yeah, that's actually 60. probably the play there is the over there. And I like it. Yeah, I think that's more Rattler kind of. I mean, th- yeah, they played Western Carolina last 14. week. But yeah, and you're you're in there. They, yep. he's, they're going to score around 50. Yeah. So I'm, I'll just hope that Nebraska helps out a little bit, and they, like th- that should be a pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. pretty comfortable route for them. I know Ad- Adrian Martinez, his stats look great, and then you go back and they he really played poorly against Illinois, and then just ran up all of his stats against against Fordham, like, and Illinois. it's funny because I wrote him down and I was like, you know. Through three games, like 730 pass yards, he's got 256 rush right. yards, seven touchdowns, and then you actually look at it, and it's like, oh, right. he had, you know, two-thirds of those against Fordham. <laughs> Play <laughs> so, someone other outside of New York, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. The over is going to be one of my picks. I like it. That's one I'm locking in. Are you, so you're just yeah, going to take, take Oklahoma minus I'm going to take 22. Oklahoma, and I like the over, too, now with you, so Perfect. I'll take both those. Yep. Wonderful. Put me down. Um, also at noon on ESPN, right after game day, number eight Cincinnati at Indiana. This line is Cincinnati minus four. Uh, over under is forty nine and a half. Cincinnati, excuse me, Cincinnati last week seven to seven against Murray State at halftime, and then finally, finally got going. They ended up winning forty two to seven. So it looks way more comfortable than it was early, but um, took a minute to get kind of the shake the rust off. I think there's a little bit of you know, Indiana before the Iowa game going into the season was a big game for them. Yeah. And so they've been, you know, you see Indiana lose, but you're still hyped up for this game. And Murray State offers absolutely nothing in the way of football. So it felt like a look ahead spot Probably. until they finally got it going. Could this be a back to back look ahead spot, though? Because they got Notre Dame next week? They got Notre Dame in two weeks. Two weeks, sorry. Two so, weeks. Eh, so now a little bit less. A little, little bit less, little yes. Less. If it was next week, then absolutely. Yeah. But. Their defense is super good. They have they've forced five turnovers already through two games, and Penix even last week against Idaho, like not great numbers, and Idaho's terrible. They ended up winning fifty six to fourteen, so it's not that big of a deal, but I mean Cincinnati hangs their hat on defense, and with with Penix just not being healthy, I don't know what to like how to. How you would, you know, I, the the fun thing would be like, oh, Tom Allen and this and that. I think Cincinnati really, there's also, Cincinnati has to see an opening, right? With Ohio State losing, with Clemson having yeah, a loss. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, if they run the table and have a win at Indiana convincingly. And then at Notre Dame. And then at Notre Dame, there's like a undefeated and we beat two teams, one of which was in the playoff last year. Right. So, I, I think there's some real, real motivation here. The line kind of... St- Kind of stinks to me. Like, why is it only four? It feels low. That's the. It feels low. So that's why it's like, what is going on yes, here? And this is the Vegas knows gonna, something more yes. than we do. And they might. But I'm. I am gonna. I don't care. No, I don't care. No. I'm gonna take Cincy. Yeah, so am I. Mostly because also like I. I love Cincy, but I. I've been down on Indiana the whole time. Yes. since the our first pod. Yep. Just they're they're not the team last year. And I think Vegas is still playing them like the team last year. 
Uh, well, so, they still have Penix and Freifogel, and like so, there's yeah. still like the big name guys that you're looking at, and it's like, oh well, yeah. obviously they're you know they got to be close right. to the same thing. Which is always like the thing with year to year, right? You have like a good year, and you bring guys back. You know, I, I've we've had this for Michigan State basketball before, where it's like you bring guys back, you should take a step forward, and then you just you're not going to take a step forward. Your your year was special, too special. Right? Where it's just no, like, I agree. This is, I agree. You're just not you're not going to beat it to that level because it was a, it was a once in you know, kind of a blue moon right. situation. Also, they're in the, the Indiana rush attack because Penix can't really run because of his injury. I don't know if it's because he like he's still recovering from surgery mm-hmm. or if he's like a confidence issue where he just doesn't feel comfortable making moves on it. Um, but so Stephen Carr's their running back. He transferred from SC. He's had forty one carries for only one hundred seventy five yards this year, which like isn't that yeah. awesome. And you're going up against Cincinnati. Like I said, hangs their head on defense. And I'll take Desmond Ritter in a big spot on the road. Yep. So I, yeah, so we're both in lockstep there. This is not good. Man, we are all over our lockstep. 2.30, NBC. Purdue going to Notre Dame. We both destroyed that last week. That plus 17 was the easiest game in the world. Uh, that Go over, Rockets. they really backdoored the over for us. Oh, um, right. No, yeah. yeah, and they, that, which actually kind of sucked because I was looking at it and I was like, man, I don't really want this over because, like, that means Notre Dame wins. Yeah, yeah. And, right, right. Yeah, so that that sucked that he just walked down the field and scored in three right. plays after after they took the lead, but um, they did not look good. Nope. And then we watched Florida State lose to Jacksonville State, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, like, you're kind of piecing the two together. And it's like, oh, maybe Notre Dame's just kind of average with Cohen. Maybe there was a little smoke and mirrors there. Yeah. They kept. Maybe. Did you watch the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I watched that one actually. Because I know you had to pay for it. Yeah. That was a little bit like they kept pulling Cohen and putting in that yeah. the freshman Tyler Tyler Buchner or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was really he really did good. Yeah. He, it was like a change of pace, and I understand that like Toledo's defense isn't going to be some crazy thing to run all over, but seven carries for 68 yards, three for three, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Like, Cohen just never got in a rhythm, and maybe that was because they kept pulling him, mm-hmm. but I, I think it told more that maybe that was a part of the game plan all along, but Toledo was in the game the entire time, yeah. and they kept going to him in big spots until the last drive when they just left Cohen in there because they knew they had to pass. Yeah. Yep. I don't. It sounds like what are you gonna do with it? I'm yeah. I'm leaving it there because uh, Purdue beat Oregon State thirty-one to twenty, and then they played UConn, who fired their coach immediately after, and is just a complete dumpster I'd like, fire. I'd like to uh, resign at the end of the year, and then I'm gonna. And then the, the brass was just like, "No, you're yeah, done now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a route, obviously, where Purdue can hang around or even win this game. I'm just not gonna. Plus seven feels like a weird number to like, it feels like the right number, which is why I'm scared. If that makes sense. Like if it was four, then I'd be like, Oh, Notre Dame. If it was 10, then it'd be like, Oh, Purdue. But right in that 34, 27 is like, Oh, okay. Well that was damn. I think, I think (laughs) after the scare of last week, I think I like, I like Notre Dame being a little bit tested here. I know Florida state doesn't look obviously losing to, Right, JSU. but I think it was still like a big spot. Yeah, and that was I, obviously just I, a massive letdown spot. I like I like Notre Dame here with the seven. I think seven. Yeah. I think they're going to cover seven. Okay, I like Cohen. Yeah, it was the the quarterback shuffling was a little bit weird, especially in like a game where it's like Toledo's actually good, so you don't want to mess around with things. But right, uh, and it, it wasn't like they were winning by a ton and started yeah, shuffling, yeah. and then Toledo got back yeah. into it. Toledo was ahead for pretty much the entire game. Yeah, I I think with that, it's like one of those where 
I think if they, you know, if they take care of Toledo, this is like a 14-point spread. And it's it feels a lot different. Yes. So I'll take like the little bargain after after Toledo. Basically. That's smart. Yes, because that was my – I didn't want to overreact and just be like, no, I'm betting Purdue and just keep yeah. betting against Notre Dame because eventually they got around into form a little yeah. bit, you'd think. Um, but it's Jack versus Jack. Yes, our guy Jack Plummer. Yeah. Yes, he actually has looked pretty decent this yeah, year. Jack Plummer actually does look, look pretty decent. Yes. So Jack um, battled it this, this weekend. What sucks is uh, Xander Horvath, the – starting running back for Purdue, mm-hmm. broke his leg and is out from four to eight weeks, which obviously he broke it last week, so he won't be playing this week. And yeah. I think uh, he's not he's not amazing, but just having like a competent, normal running back that's been there before would be helpful exactly. in this situation instead of the they're going to be a little bit of, like you said earlier, a little pin your ears back with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Notre Dame can kind of get after him. Yeah, so you're, you're on. I'm on. Notre Dame minus the seven, yep. just taking the reduced... The, the discounted rate there. Yep. Cool, cool. We move to a little late night action. Nine o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Oklahoma State, the Pokes, going to the Smurf turf. Go out to Boise. Uh, the line for that is Boise is favored by three and a half. Over under is 57 and a half. I love Boise in this oh, game. Okay. I love Boise in this game. They looked really good against UCF in that first week. After a weird rain delay issue, too, mm-hmm. I know UCF turned it on late and ended up winning the game, but I think Boise showed a lot there that they're actually a good football team and can can really play, and then they just blew the doors off of UTEP last Friday night, 54-13. to The biggest thing here is Oklahoma State, like, Mike Gundy was the offensive guru. They won 23-16 to against Missouri State. And then last week against Tulsa, who graduated everybody on their defense, they won 28-23. Like, what happened to even, like, the Mason Rudolph days where they would just go, like, four wide and we're going to score 42, hopefully you can score 45. Those are fun days. Yeah, and they just... I don't know what the hell's going on. Their rushing situation, too, is they have two running backs that they play, L.D. Brown and Jalen Warren. They combined for 44 carries for 102 yards and two touchdowns, or three touchdowns and two fumbles. Like, yeah. that's not doing it either. I don't know. That's just, to me, this is, I think I think Boise, like, takes care of business. All right. I, I am all, all on the Broncos. Yeah. I, it, yes. I am going to be very... Very, very, very much on the Broncos in this game. I'll be honest with you, coming into here, I, I didn't love it. This would be a game I wasn't going to – I mean, later in the day, John will probably just be like, whatever, I'm going to bet something. But uh, I, did, I didn't have a feel for this one, so I just put, I don't love this one. <laughs> That's fair. And, no, I do. But I, 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 I like – I yeah, I think I think it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting game. It's going to be kind of one of those fun games at the end, you know, towards the later of the day that's kind of random. I have – yeah, I, I OK State hasn't looked great. No, I just don't, I don't love betting against Gundy a ton. No, but um, I, if they so they haven't looked great against their two like yeah. the two kind of shitty teams, and now like Boise's a good football team, and you have to go play them at their elevated state. I mean, no, I'm, no, yeah, I, I, I you're don't talking know. me into wanting to. Buy Sorry, that, yeah, I, I'm not. No, because yeah, I, yeah, I, I just think, don't. I, I don't, think Boise it can like really take care of this game. They also two units, um, two units. It probably, yeah, oh, depending yeah. on how the day's going. I'll again yep. I'll tweet it out. But uh that will be my <laughs> beers and cheers log of the week. No, beers and cheers log of the week. Let's know if you want to sponsor that. <laughs> awesome. Well yeah. Yeah. Um, one more one more slate and then we'll get into some rabbit. Yeah, so picks. late late night, 
Um, we're not allowed to bet it. Late, late night. We'll get into that again. I love this foreshadowing. Um, Fresno State going to the Rose Bowl to take on UCLA, number 13. Uh, that spread is now 11.5, over under 63.5. 10.45 in the Pac-12 Network, so nobody can watch it. Yes. Check your phones <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, UCLA kills, kills Hawaii, really physically dismantles LSU, which was surprising. Takes a week off and just hears about how great they are. Fresno coming in, who played Oregon well. I'm just trying to make the case for Fresno. I have no feel for this game. Um, That would be my thought, is that Fresno loves chucking the ball all over the lot. Jake Hayner already has 1,000 yards passing and eight touchdowns. I know it's through three games, and one of them was against Cal Poly, the other was against UConn. But they played Oregon very well. Yep. They also held Oregon to only 140 yards rushing, which C.J. Verdell had 160 against Ohio State, so he's decent. Yep, he's a good, good ball player. And that's what UCLA is going to do. They're going to run the ball with Charbonnet and uh, Britton Brown and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So that would be the avenue, is they can kind of stop the run, and they're going to chuck it enough to put points on the board, and maybe it's a 10-point game. Mm-hmm. I am in a full stay away mode from this game. I, I because it's because late night. <laughs> mostly, mostly. No, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's because I would take Fresno, and I just there's a version where UCLA, like Chip, gets the boys rolling, and that's, all of a sudden, and that's where I think I'm at with it. I think that yeah. UCLA is just good. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're a very good, good football team. Yeah, and, and I'm on the Chip, Chip Kelly bandwagon for this year, and sign me up for my advisor. That's true. Yep. That's a good point. Yep. I need to buy a visor, and then that's what we need for late nights. We'll just we'll wear Pac-12 visors. There we go. We're going to fix our woes. I'll fix it. You're on UCLA. I'm on UCLA. With the visor. With the visor. The, let's just get into it. So, last week, last week was so bad, our late night. That was, yes. you went 10-5, and five, I went 10-4-1, and one. I went 0-3 oh after 9 o'clock. I think something similarly. Yeah, and... The last two weeks, we've done the, oh, yeah, get back game of the week. We gave out San Diego State to, or week one. They did not get close to covering. We gave out USC last week. Their coach got fired. So now we're, resp- we have blood on our hands. <laughs> yeah, sorry, because Clay Hel- sorry, Clay Helton. That's, yeah. on, that's on us. Yes, I, on I us. said in a moment of passion that they could win by 38. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry clay yeah so it's yeah clay, it's, if you want to come on the pod we'll apologize so we're gonna go with a new segment and i did not tell you about this nope, but i have no, this, this prepared. just being on me right now yes. all right go ahead so instead yeah. of doing the oh yeah, late night get back of the weeks because mm-hmm. it's just a money pit that we're just the gif of uh the guys just shoveling money into the, <laughs> the furnace coal. yeah I am going to give you two games. Okay. This segment is called We're Too Smart for Football. Okay. The first game. Yes. Four o'clock, ACC Network. The boys from Northwestern are going down to Durham to play Duke. Northwestern is favored by two and a half. The second game is Stanford, who we just spoke about a minute ago. They are going to Nashville to play Vanderbilt. They are favored by 11. That game is on ESPNU at 8 o'clock. How it got an ESPNU slot is beyond me. (laughs) Which game 
do you feel more comfortable about in the Too Smart for Football give me, pick of the week? Give Are me you... the trees. Give Stanford me the trees. minus the 11 give me the at trees. Vanderbilt. Yes. I agree with you there. All right. I also would take Northwestern minus a two and a half. I know they look terrible against you guys, but Duke lost to Charlotte earlier this year and is just a really bad football team. Sorry, Coach K. Or not. Or not. <laughs> so our, our we're too smart for football picks of the week. I will be on Northwestern minus two and a half. And I'll be on Stanford. And you are on Stanford. 11. So we're both taking road favorites. In That's the, right. It sounds like we might That's be how you win money. It might be outsmarting ourselves in the too smart. You for take road favorites. Pick them of the week against teams you haven't really watched. So we'll see if this sticks for next week, or if we go zero and two, then we will have to find another segment. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yes. We, we, <laughs> okay, right. So we're we're getting rid of the, the late night. I also have a way to circumvent the late night. I'll get to that right. on on my uh, pick 'em board. The the we're too smart for football. Northwestern minus two and a half at Duke. Stanford minus eleven yep. at Vanderbilt. Yep. Let's do Take it. Take it. Hit the library. Let's do it. Let's hit, go. Let's go. Get your library cards out. Perfect. Perfect. Speaking of cards, let's take a look at our cards, Johnny boy. All right, I got three of them for you here. Okay, I have one, 17. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. <laughs> I love this every week. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my three real quick. Uh, just give you like quick tidbits on what I'm thinking, and then we'll switch over to JJ and take us home. Okay, Johnny, who do you got? All right, Maryland minus seven and a half. Well, a little Friday action, a little high school football and Illinois, action. I'm not betting against Mike Loxley. I'm also not touching Illinois. So give me the turf. Yeah, it feels minus like minus seven and a half. There, there's a little bit of like the number with Oklahoma Nebraska being 22. I know Nebraska's terrible, but it really feels like Illinois blew their load yes. in week that's, one. That might be true. And now you're just, I mean, seven and a half. I know they're on the road, and you don't want to go to the champagne room on a That's Friday true. night. That's true. That's true. But uh, nine o'clock on Fox Sports One, I I will be joining you. On yeah, that. give me give me Maryland. Yes. All right, two other ones real quick. No, Tulane please. at Ole Miss. <laughs> what? Go. What? No. I'm just taking the over for the fun of That's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm just too. That's what I'm doing. High five across the table. For the fun of it. 76. It could get up to 80. Don't I just, care. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, that's just a fun bet. If you're taking the under in that yep. game, you're boring. So, Tulane, obviously. Tulane's good. Yes, they're they be, are. They're going to be like the best 8 and 4 this team is in the whole, So, they played, obviously, they, they almost beat Tulane, or they almost beat Oklahoma late. Yep. That was 40 to 35. They played Morgan State last week, won 69 to 20. And I know you're looking at me like Morgan State's terrible. It was 38 to nothing with 10 30 left in the second quarter. That's good. They <laughs> scored yeah, seven take the touchdowns. Over. <laughs> take the over, just have fun. <laughs> Excuse me, they scored five touchdowns in 25 minutes. <laughs> take the over, have some yes. fun. Um, and then, yeah, Ole Miss, we watched him on the Monday night game. Yeah, he's awesome. So fun. I, so fun. Yes, I don't. There's a there's an argument to be made. Oh, it's too many points. Da, da, da. Don't don't care. don't care. Don't care. If I lose it, I don't care. I'm nope. just want to. No, I will be. Yes, yes. That is uh, 8 p.m. on ESPN two. So that might be my side TV and just watching the ball yep. flying through yep. the air. Yep. Michael Pratt and uh, Matt Corral taking each other down. I'm glad you said that one. Perfect. Yep. Okay. All what's right, your last, uh, What's your third? Last one. Uh, and I'm sorry, you dropped your little uh, too smart for football on me. I'm gonna come back with you because I'm getting the late back. Back in the game. Taking oh! USC minus eight. Clay Helton revenge game. I know he's not there, but they're going to play up for him. Who's the new guy? Deontay. What I do know is that he's the corners coach. Yeah, he's the DB's coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes. I, from everything I read about USC's guys, they they love Clay Helton. 
They're going to come out and play. Take the minus eight. Have yourself a late night also, game. I know it's at Pullman, but Wazoo has looked bad this yeah, year. Yeah, I like the minus eight there. Got We're it. taking a lot of road dogs here. I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> yeah, this but. could be a crash down to earth week. Yeah. Um, those are your three. Those are my Put three. Them in. Perfect. Go for it, Jay. Okay. I'm going to go noon. ESPNU, BC is playing at Temple. Temple has a win on the year. They looked good last week. That good is they beat Akron 45-24. to Akron might as well be a Division II school. They are so bad. Svil Dracovic is the quarterback for BC. He just had hand surgery, and it looks like he's going to be done for the year. But their backup, his name is Dennis Grossel. He split time with Anthony Brown, who's now Oregon's quarterback, in 2019. Like, they had a two-quarterback system. And in the games that he's played this year, he's 16 for 20 for 243 yards and touchdown. So I don't think they're really going to miss a beat. And Temple's horrific. So, keeping with our theme of road favorites, I'm going to jump all over BC, minus a 14.5. It also started at 16.5 and came down to. And if it gets to two touchdowns, thank, thank you. Like, BC is going to take care of business there. Next one, we hint, or not hinted at it, but talked about it a little bit earlier. Wake, or, uh, excuse me, Wake Forest, minus 4.5 home against Florida State. Florida State, Mackenzie Milton's a cool story. And I want it to be going better, but he looks just very tentative and not, he's not UCF Mackenzie Milton, like running around and doing everything. Also, Jordan Travis, their other quarterback, is just not good. And Wake Forest has a four-year starter, Sam Hartman, at quarterback, who has played pretty well. I'll take, I'll take Wake Forest at home, minus the four and a half. That's 330 on ESPN. Another one that we have talked about a little bit, Washington. Washington is just gross. <laughs> Arkansas State, who can score. I saw this one. Yeah, I like I like where you're going. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. Arkansas State can score. They lost last week to Memphis, but it was 55-50. They had 680 yards of total offense. Yeah. And from what I saw from Washington's defense last week, I this could be Arkansas State's getting 16. Give me the 16 with you. Thank you. Let's go. I don't. It's on the Pac-12 network, so nobody can Gosh, watch it again. Pac-12. No, but I. You, and you know who Arkansas State's quarterback is? This is another funny segue from my last pick. I don't. It's James Blackman. Oh, former Florida State quarterback. Go. Yes, he's actually looked pretty good there. Yeah, I just, 16's a lot. And from what Washington was, unless they do a whole, like, we unless need to get our they... season back and and really this is like our Super Bowl against they, Arkansas State, that doesn't seem. Sam Heward? That would be, is that Brock Heward's kid? I don't know that. Actually, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to cycle you. It would make sense. He went to Washington, or it's like some relative. While you're looking that up, Washington's offense this year against Montana and obviously Michigan. No, State. Damien Heard. Damien Heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Washington's offense. I know Michigan is supposed to have a good defense, and Montana is Montana. They're averaging 8.5 points a game. They're rushing offense through two games, 59 carries, 115 yards. That's 1.9 yards per carry. So even if Arkansas State sucks at defense, Washington can't play offense, and you're giving me 16? Take him. Take it. Take points. Thank you. I'm glad you're hopping on. You're welcome. That. My card just keeps growing. Okay, three, three more. Three more. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Is this our longest pod yet? Yes, it is. Remember when I said late night? USC's playing at 330. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> so it's <laughs> kind of late. It's back, two Pac-12 teams playing That's at 330. Yes, yes. So it counts, though, kind of. Um, okay, let's go to... Can I preface something before I say what I'm about to say? This 
What did uh, I say? No. Monday. Oh, that's fair. I didn't even let change. No, no. <laughs> God. <laughs> this was on Monday my favorite pick of the week, okay. and has since dropped off because it's getting a lot of public love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know about it. And then I'm going to see how you feel, and maybe I'll tweet it out and let you know if I do end up taking it or not. 7.30, ACC Network, the Wahoos of Virginia are going to number 21, North Carolina. The line at the beginning of the week was plus 9. It is now down to plus 7.5. Vegas knows. Virginia won their first game against Bill and Mary 43-0. They then killed Illinois uh, 42-14 last week. I know it's against two terrible defenses, but they're averaging 550 yards of total offense in their games. They've won five straight games over North Carolina. Yep. I, North Carolina played Georgia State, who's not good, and had like their get-back game with Sam Howell. But this game feels like it's going to be close. And uh, I think there's an avenue for Virginia to win. The only thing that gives me pause is that everybody is on... Is betting Virginia. Yeah. That would give me pause, too. But if it's something that you felt in your heart, you should go with it. If I, were to, if, I would have bet this on Monday, but I'm yeah, dumb, yeah. and I wait and see how it, how it happens, like how no, it shakes no, out. I get it. No, I get it, yeah. But yeah, also, um, Brennan Armstrong is the quarterback for UVA. Through two games, he's 48 for 67, 744 pass yards, and seven touchdowns. Slinging it. Yes. They like just it. chuck it all over the yard, which is not always, a always, Mendenhall team. Right, right. Always fun to have a, a team that you're, you're taking points with that can just sling it. Like that. Yeah, and if if the sling it back is going to be with Sam Howell and his one wide receiver, yeah, I don't know. It. I feel like Virginia can hang. So I'll tentatively take it now, but I'll tweet out on uh, Saturday whether or not I'm actually uh, hammering that or not. Cool, cool. Um, One that I am very excited about, also kind of chasing, from what we talked about earlier, involving the same team that we're chasing, San Diego State is hosting Utah at 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. San Diego State is getting nine at home. I There's an avenue for me to take the You love West Coast football. What's that? You love West Coast football. I do. Actually, you just love football. That's that's also true. Um, no, San Diego State getting nine feels like way too much. Last week against Arizona, so BYU played Arizona in week one. They kind of slummed it to a to a, a 24-17 victory. The, uh, so San Diego State played at Arizona this weekend. They were up 35-7 at the half and won 38-14, like just kind of cruising. They have a running back, Greg Bell, 38 carries, 286 yards and two tuds yep. in two weeks. And the rush defense that Utah showed, why would I not take the nine points at home with the Aztecs? And I'm even, I'm very much looking at the money line. Ooh, what's the money line? Let me grab it for you real quick. But it just with the way that they physically got dominated, I don't know why. San, it's a lot of points. San Diego State's a lot of points. A, yeah. I think what I'm realizing is that it's not necessarily that I love the West Coast football. I love Mountain West football. Yeah, that's what it is. Mountain West, JJ. Yes. I, my, my, uh, I, in my recent channels is always CBS Sports Network <laughs> because of that. It's plus two seventy on the money line. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I just that feels At like home? a lot of points. And Utah just got their asses handed to them, and now they have to go to San Diego and have the exact same thing happen again. I don't know. There's, I'm definitely taking the nine. And like I, I know I've said it a million times already this episode, but I will tweet out if I. That'll depend on how I'm doing on the day. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. I like it. 
This is yes. my way of circumventing the late night get back. Yeah, well, you do 3.30 games that are packed 12 games. That's what I did. You do Sunday morning games. Oh! San Jose State at Hawaii, 12.30 a.m. Yeah, start on Fox right. Sports 1. San Jose State given six and a half. Hawaii's bad. Yeah, Hawaii's bad. Hawaii's Go Spartans. actually bad. Go Spartans. They, they've given up. So they gave up the 44 to UCLA in week one, which really they gave up 35 at half at halftime. They gave up 35 to Portland State, who is, I know, at Joe Terry on Twitter, if you need him for all your Portland State information, one of uh, one of our good buddies from college. He he tells us that they're not great. And <laughs> Oregon State, they gave up 45 to. I think like San Jose State was great last year. I was really high on them coming into the season. They haven't looked awesome, but this feels like the perfect get right spot. I, I like that. Yeah, I like it. So minus six and a half, Madden. and it's not. It's not. Not a, late night. It's not a it's late early night. Early morning. It's early morning. Set your coffee. Stay up till four it's in the morning. Early morning. Yes. Yeah, so San Jose State, the Spartans going to Hawaii, six and a half. Also, they have to win this week because this is the. We brought it up in the preview pod. But this is the trip from Hawaii, from Honolulu to Kalamazoo next week. Oh, and look ahead, game. Yeah, well, they they're traveling five times, <laughs> six time zones, whatever it is. They, they kind of have to win this week because if they lose this week, then you go into what's basically a scheduled loss. Not necessarily because Western's the better team, yeah, but just because of the travel situation. Yeah. So I I like that. I think they they will. Um, I like it. Win comfortably, actually. Do you have anything else for us, Jonathan? I don't. I think that's it. Uh, we're in agreement on a lot of things. It's going to yes. be a weird weekend. <laughs> yes, we also took but a like lot it. of road favorites. This yeah, could be... <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Again, we'll uh, I do want to let everybody know, um, I know not everybody has Twitter, but at uh, Boys on Twitter... Our our banner is a picture of of Gardner Minshew and Mike Leach with <laughs> it's a mustache. Such a good banner. <laughs> and, uh, if you need to find it, John and I will both be tweeting from that account on Saturday. Yep. And you said you are at the real underscore, underscore MJG, MJG yeah. and I am at JJ Hockey zero zero four. That was picking with the boys. All right. Week three, bring it to us. We'll see you, Nancy Grace. Congrats on your cover. We'll see you next week. Yep. Oh, we should have looked at the Mercer line. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>